Welcome to the Parenting Cipher, where each episode will give you the tools and resources to help your child thrive in school and in life. Please rate and review this podcast. I'd love to hear your feedback. And also hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. Today's guest is Anthony Frazier. And I always ask people to send me a biography. So most people think because this is a parenting podcast, it's the parenting cipher that is for parents and it's not. It is for parents. We're talking to parents, but it's a place where we get to build with everybody who has some information and some tea. And Anthony has a bunch of tea. <laughs> so <laughs> he is a black entrepreneur for over 10 years in the tech industry. He's featured on CNN, BT, and more. These past two years, he has been solely focused on building ABF Creative, which is a multi-ethnic podcast network dedicated to changing 100 million people of color through audio. Come on now. <laughs> we want to tell stories yes. found in the nuances of our culture, creating a mainstream audience for stories often ignored. And he recently received an investment from Newark Venture Partners, a VC fund started by the founder and chairman of Audible. What has brought him to the show today, which I'm just like, what? Is that he is about to publish a podcast for a show that's on YouTube right now out of Tanzania called Akila and Me. So why did you decide to do that? Simple. We need it here in America. It's not just YouTube. You know, screen time is important. And I get it, you know, for education, but then there's a time where you need to turn the screen off for young children. And when I started seeing the statistics of how now parents are moving children from being on their iPads to just focusing on audio experiences, Achille and Me was the perfect podcast for us to kind of bring to the world in an audio experience. And then, you know, it goes without saying that Achille and Me is based on a young black girl, which... I don't know if you know the numbers. I don't know the direct numbers, but I saw a study that showed that you're more likely to see an animal talking than you are to see a black child talking in a cartoon. And I was just like, what? That's crazy. But when I started thinking, I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like growing up, I don't ever remember like you got that one black kid with a flat top or something like that, that they try to, you know, or throw that they try to throw in as a token character, but never as a main character in a focal point of an actual cartoon or series. And so when I learned about what Bungo, that's the name of the company, their edutainment company, and they made a Killian, when I was reading about what they were doing and how they were transforming Tanzania and how they actually have studies where like if you're using their videos to help your child learn, you know, math, they're 12% more able to be better at it. You know, they actually have like real statistics that back up how effective their edutainment content series is. So with that being said, you know, that's just something that is really important for us to focus on, really important for us to, to highlight. Right. And then for people out there now who don't know what Achille and Me is, it is an edutainment channel for kids and it is a virtual school, which, you know, when I looked it up, I was like, oh, this is good. So it's not just like you will have channels where they only do English, right? Right. Or they only do math on this YouTube channel. And I'm sure they're going to incorporate that into the podcast as well. They teach social emotional. They teach reading, language, drawing. Those classes that in a full school, they will have an experience 
And I was like, yes. And the other thing is because it is coming out of Tanzania and they have this channel that's teaching English, they're using ESL. And the way that ESL works is, is when you layer the different ways that people learn, visual, kinesthetic, or oral, and they do it in a familiar way that the child could connect to. And Akili is really good. Like I was over there like, yeah, H sound. <sighs> and then they have the chair because they can correlate that chair to what the H looks like. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. And then they even like jumped into Swahili and all these other different, you know, I was like, look, I'll just handle the American part for now. I can't, you know, we ain't there yet. We about to jump into some other stuff. We were thinking about other series that we're coming out with eventually. But for the most part, Achilles and me is really like, how do we bring this this to America in full flesh and full form? And that's what we're all about. Especially when we have so many parents who are struggling when it comes to being in this virtual world. Some schools are stepping up to the plate. Some schools aren't. And the kids are missing out. Achilles and me fills that gap real smooth. Yeah, exactly. Um, Learn at home is really important right now. You know, with COVID-19, really just making kids stay home and really just disrupting our education system right now. That search term, learn at home in general, has been so key and so important for a lot of Black parents. A lot of Black parents I've been seeing, been yearning, going to YouTube and searching up this content. That's the reason why Killian Me blew up. And so they shouldn't have just the option of video, like where's the audio? And now we're about to go into a whole nother school year and school has started in some states already. Right. If we could just help and just even like a small 1%, just a small 1%, like, yo, look, we know Achille and me can't teach a child all math, all English, but right. if we could come in and be that companion content to whatever else you're doing, whatever else your child is doing with their school or with their tutor or with their private teacher, whatever it be. We want to be that companion content that really effectively does redefine what Learn at Home can be for Black kids. This is our introduction to that genre of of content. And how often will the show be on? Is it weekly or? So on August 4th, Achille and me will be on all podcast platforms. And we come out when we launch six episodes. And then after... Week by week, there'll be two episodes a week. So it's a lot of content. Like, we're excited about it. And yeah, they'll usually be about 15 minutes each. Okay. Most part. About 10 minutes. Yep. All right. So we're going to switch gears real quick. Okay. So what's ABF Creative's goal, period, in the next five years? Uh, Sort of what you said in the bio. Our goal is to, you know, impact 100 million people of color through audio. And children should be included in that 100 million. I think sometimes people... They only think about the adult entertainment and the hip hops of the world and, you know, what Nicki Minaj did last week and <laughs> what Cardi B doing this week and who, right. and who did this, who did that. I mean, we're more than that. Black people are more, and not just black people, you know, Hispanic, Hindu, like there's so many different cultures and nuances of these different cultures that we can cover. And it's like, why are we leaving all this on the table? Even if we start with just us. Just African-American, just black children, even adults. There's so many stories. We want to go beyond the surface level. And that's what ABF Creative is all about. Like, how do we tell the stories that are under the surface, not on top? So that's where our goal is. And that's where we want to be in five years. We want to be at that hundred million or beyond it. And those are goals. And this is so true. Like, I did a blog about black children with disabilities. Like, how many books exist? There's not that many books. So now you're talking about... 
black child who really doesn't have any representation, like you said, in the media and in books. And then you add special disability on top of that. So now it's either more defined that I'm different and I'm isolated. And being able to have a show like Achille and Me, that just really addresses like one of them. But it also helps them out with that reading thing. <laughs> right. Right. This is all super important. It just aligns with who we are as a company. And so like a lot of, you know, about ABF Creative, we do our own content as well. So like we mostly do our own content. It's very rare that we actually work with another organization to put their content out. And we do do it. Like we do actively look for great partners to do that with. But we just released a podcast called African Folktales, which kind of follows that same theory of ours of like, how do we get young black children engaged? So African Folktales, it came out about a month ago. So far, we have over like 50,000 you know, listeners on there. And that's been one of our most successful podcasts that we've ever released, period. Even over adult, you know, hip hop, money related things, people are yearning for stories and content that speaks to, first of all, features a group and a set of people that have been ignored, but then also is for a group and a set of people that have been ignored. And it's just proving all of the assumptions that we made to be 100% correct. And so African Folktales, even though this interview is focused on Achille and me, African Folktales is up right now on every platform. Oh, you so, already so. know. You already know. I'm like, what? Oh, this is going to be in my show notes because this is good. Right, right. Yeah, definitely. It's just traditional African stories, but told in a modern way. And we're coming out with a second season in a few weeks. And so that's going to be very fun. But it aligns exactly with what we're doing with Achille and me. And so that's what we're about at ABF Creative. Like we looked around and we just saw that nobody was making anything for black children. Right. Like absolutely no one. Like it's like, where is that content? And so like, yeah, we pretty much own the category right now, but it's not even that we're trying to dominate. It's just like, because nobody else is doing it. No one else is doing it. It's just like, who else is going to do it? So we have to step up and do our job to really make sure that our, you know, children are still getting great learn at home education, you know, like everyone else. Right. As well as getting that sense of self-identity and the love of self. Right. I wrote about that in my book that actually when a kid identifies and the kid is recognized and who he is and has some pride about himself, that's when he actually performs better, performs better in school. He performs better at work. He performs better in life in general. And so having a sense of pride in who you are and seeing yourself you know, represented in the media is so important. I know we talk about representation, but it's critical. Because if yeah. we're not showing ourselves, we're not being represented, it's affecting the self-esteem of our children. Yep, it is. I don't even have a kid. Let me just say that right off the top because I know we're talking about, like, yeah, I don't even got a kid. But it's just like I've been so immersed in all this stuff that, you know, I just learned more about it. And I'm just appalled by some of the statistics that we see. Right. But at the same time, culturally, it's not about if you have a particular, if you have a child, everybody's child is your child in some shape, way, or form. Right. And I'm saying that community ideology, that when we were our strongest as a community, that's what existed. Exactly. Right. Miss Flowers across the street, catch you doing something wrong. And then when you got home, your mama got you again. <laughs> Everybody gets you. And when they, someone sees that you did something wrong, they're going to call you on it. Right. You know? 
Do you walk in integrity? Because you don't want to get in trouble. Like, I don't, right. I don't, I don't right. want none. I was one of those kids. I was like, I don't want none. You want no smoke. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want no smoke. I don't want no yelling. I don't want right. no spanking. I don't want none. Right. I feel you. Nah, but me, nah, I got it all the time, man. I, that was, <laughs> I got it all the time. I wanted all the smoke. My mama gave it to me, too. <laughs> and since you mentioned your book, you know, one of the things I always ask people, usually I ask parents, like, what's your defining moment when you decided that you wanted to step into your power as a parent? And for you, when is the moment that you realized that you wanted to help the youth? You know, when I wrote the book, I wrote a book called Dumb Dumb Down Your Greatness in 2016. And in that book, I'm basically talking about how personal development is business development. It's for young entrepreneurs, but what I discovered in my own life, and that was 2016, of course, I've learned so much since then. But what I discovered up until that moment was that, yes, you know, it's great to get your hustle on and go out there and grind and do all these things. And a lot of young children, especially young black children, they look at, you know, hip hop and you see the diamonds, you see the cars, you see the flashiness, you see the money. And they want that immediately. And then social media is doing no favors because it makes you feel like you can get it instantly. And I tell people, you can't microwave success, you know, success is not created in the microwave. And so I think what I wanted to do was help young people who had those kind of aspirations, because I had those, you know, you're not wrong for wanting everything and wanting to be wildly successful and do all these things. But how you go about it is a lot different from what you think. What you need to do is work on yourself. And then as a result, when you become better as a person, you'll start to see all of the avenues, all of the doors that you want to open the light start to open up for you. And so that's something that I've learned, you know, like networking. I put out a quote the other day and it took off. And the quote was, help other people win. And you may think like, you know, because you're helping someone else win that you can't win. Nobody has a monopoly on wins. If anything, you only can win if you help other people win. Helping somebody else win is an investment. The same way you put money in a stock market, when you help somebody win, you're putting something into like the stock market of life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what? That person might not be able to pay you back directly, but God is looking after you. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody sees you putting in that work and helping other people win. And so I wanted to just kind of put that kind of mindset inside Mm -hmm. a lot of young people. And that's what got me interested in really shaping young minds that way. That's the thing. It's a holistic thing that's going on right now. Right. And for the youth today, you know, they have a bunch of things going on. Like you said, social media is not doing them any favors. It's not teaching them cause and effect. Right. You know what I'm saying? With the also the fact of how we're not represented in our totality. We're represented in the way that the people who have power want to show us. Right. So if you want wealth, you're an entertainer, you play sports. Right. Yeah, that's it. And you're hitting something right now, which is a lot of why we exist is because we don't own. Like, when are we going to start to own the platforms that are influencing our children? You know what I mean? And so that's why ABF created. That's the reason why I literally here because like, yo, this is made by black people and people of color in general. And so it's very important that we own our platforms and we don't play small ball either. You know, a lot of times, you know, people... They're like, yeah, you know, you can build it on it. No, we're trying to play the same game they playing. We need to be a $100 million company. We need to be just that big and we need to be just that black. And it's just, I don't really think it should be any other way. Like, why not? 
you know, so that's our goal is ambitious, but anything in life worth achieving is worth going big for. So, right. The only limitations is the limitations you put on yourself. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, this is all about proving a lot of people wrong, including yourself. Like a lot of people don't, you know, they be thinking like, yo, you got to prove everybody else wrong. Nah, don't dumb down your greatness is about how do we teach young people that it's more than just like, I need to beat that person. No, you need to, you know, how do you level up in video games? You get from level one to level two to level three. You got to beat yourself. You know what I mean? It's a single life is a single player game sometimes, you know, it's not multiplayer. You, so you got to sometimes go against yourself. Right. Just like you can be your hardest critic. You need to be your hardest competition as well. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's a game we all try to win every day. So no matter what anybody tells you, no matter how many cars you see in their Instagram, how many stacks of money they showing you, how many diamond chains they got on at the end of the day, they still got to beat themselves. And a lot of those people ain't doing so well, you know, No. Oh, that for a fact. So, you know, there are people with the cars you want, the houses you want, the money you want that are traded off for the happiness that you got. So, and them gems. Those are gems. Well, you know, like you said, we talk about social media and all of those things. Right. The perception of how we see ourselves, and we don't have any other perception because, like you said, we're not represented. Like we pointed out, as far as like our children being able to see ourselves. Okay, yeah, you got Doc McStuffins. Like, Doc McStuffins in how many years? And is that the only show? That's the only show. So we only get one show per generation. It's not fair. Uh-uh. It's not fair. And the fact that you're doing this, bruh, like, thank you very much. And the team with Akili and me, and I wasn't even aware that it existed. And when I watched it, I was like, ooh, yep. must I could connect with this. Yeah. Let them definitely get connected with it. If anybody's listening that, you know, put it on when you're in the car, put it on their headphones while you're driving, y'all going on a family trip, middle of the day, kid home, going learn at home. And instead of just turning the TV on after school, put on the podcast of the Killing Me for a good 10, 15 minutes, you know, let them get a little bit more language, a little bit more learning, a little bit more numbers. It's simple and it's fun. They're going to like it. It's a lot of music. It is so fun. Like, I'm an adult and I was over there talking about, oh, they go to letter H. Oh, letter H fell. Oh, we exactly. have to help them. We have to help I'll letter be, H. I'll be bopping my head to the songs. I'll be like, yeah, you know what? I love it. I love it. It's great entertainment. It's fun. I like the singing. You know, this is what would happen if Sesame Street had a little bit more people of color in it. For people who are not familiar with, like, you're listening to the podcast, so you should know about podcasts. But if you don't want to have your child because you don't want it on your podcast or you don't want it on your Spotify account, Spotify does have a family account. I have that for my kids. Right. And it will streamline the ones that are specifically for kids. And that way you won't have it popping up on your stream, even though you want to, because I'm telling you, like, it's real good. Like, I was watching the videos all weekend. Yeah. Spotify, YouTube, they all have kids' versions of their apps. We should pretty much be on both of them pretty soon. And then we'll also be on an app called Pinna pretty soon as well, which is like another kind of kids' Spotify platform. So, yeah, you know, we'll be there. We'll be there. And you can always, you know, go to our website, abfc.co, the letter A, the letter B, the letter F, the letter C.co. And we're there. You know, you'll catch the podcast there. You can email us, contact us. 
We're on every platform. It's, it's hard for people to not find us. Like that's one of our biggest things is like, it's not just creating the content, it's discovery because sometimes people don't know it exists. And so like we make it our mission to make sure not only do we have relationships with all these platforms and we're visible and that they're doing their part to make sure that we're visible and this content exists. And so we hold them accountable. We hold all the platforms accountable, the Spotify's, the Apple's, to make sure that this stuff is front and center. Oh, that's powerful. Yeah. I mean, that's powerful because, you know, in the podcasting world, people create podcasts all the time. One of the issues is sustainability, but the other thing is, how can I be seen? I'm in all these podcasting groups and, uh, you know, someone have a podcast, they've been doing it for two years and then they're like, hey, I'm on iHeartRadio and I'm over here like, but you've been podcasting for how many years? Why are you just on iHeartRadio? Discoverability is a huge thing. You know, we're friends with a podcast company called Sounded. So Sounded.fm. And they introduced some new tools to help with discoverability. So it's worth going over there, checking out their website, seeing if, you know, there's anything that interests you to with their discovery tools. But it's definitely something that is a big problem and it doesn't help people of color. You know, because we're always the minority. And so if you come to podcast, you would think podcasting was a very white thing, a you know, very white activity when all actuality, there are black podcasts with millions of listeners. But you would never know that because you wouldn't know where to find them and you wouldn't know where to, you know, it's just so many different places. And then we need to do our job to even tell our creators to do the best that they can do to make sure their content is on these platforms because there are a lot of people with YouTube channels and they're calling them podcasts. So they're not putting their YouTube videos in audio format so that they can collect that data on Apple and Spotify and all those different places. But they got millions of views on YouTube. Right. You know, they got so-and-so podcast, but you go on the Apple and you're like, where is it at? Like, you know, where is it? it's on YouTube, but it's not on Spotify or Apple, but it's a podcast. Right. And so that's an issue, you know, so we need to do our part to make sure we're doing good in discovery, but we got to make sure the platforms are doing their, their part as well. That they exist. Exactly. I we're love it. We're going to keep fighting. ABF is here to help. We're creating something called a Creators Toolkit. It's going to mm -hmm. help podcasters like yourself and other podcasters on learning things like networking, and how do you get more guests, even how to increase your listenership and things of that nature. So we're creating something along those lines for you guys. So just stay tuned. But, you know, it all starts with good content. And that's the reason why we start with Achilles. <laughs> right. And it's awesome. Like, it's awesome, guys. Well, I just want to say thank you. No problem. So much. Anthony got 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, you know, look, I, I want to come back. Look, we got nothing but children's content coming out in the next few months. So I got to come back. Like, you I got to come back. Yeah, we got every time I'm dropping something, I'm going to hit you up. Like, look, we got a new release. What's up? Hit me up. Because I was like, what? It came in my email and I was like, what? You know, and I read it. And for me, it's always, and this is important when you're a podcaster, or when your brand is, you have to always ask yourself, like, does this benefit my audience? Right. And of course, I, you know, the parent's life is for black. I was real clear. This is for us. This is for us, by us, and for us to build as a community. But I was reading it, and then I had just spoke to someone, told me about ESL. I watched the videos. I watched these videos. Right. And my son, Ashley, does learn better of ESL because he oh. has to see it to hear it. 
Right. Recognize it, right? So I'm watching it, and then I'm like, well, what age range is this joint? Right? Like, when does it stop? But then Ubongo actually has another platform that they've had for five years that they actually do multiplication tables sure do. and decimals and stuff. And I know that you got something in the works with that, too. Okay. We're working. We're working. Ubongo is a great partner of ours. We look forward to growing that partnership. And it's just more people need to know about the world-changing work that Ubongo is doing. This is bigger than, you know, and don't get me wrong, like, you know, Africa is big, but it's bigger than Africa. This is worldwide. Their, their content is impactful for young people, even of all ages, of all colors worldwide. And so the fact that they aren't larger by now, it's just discoverability. And that's where we're helping. Because once more people see the work that these guys are doing, you know, it's going to be world changing. It's world changing. I didn't even know they existed. And my son yeah. lives on YouTube. And I have Google. Right. Look, we're not going to go there, Anthony. We're not uh, going to talk uh, about the YouTube. Uh, That's a whole conversation. But <laughs> but here's the key. And I'm actually going to share Achille and me with his teachers. Whenever you deal with teachers and they do specialized education, they use YouTube as a supplement. They sure do. Because all kids learn differently. And real talk, I have never seen a supplement with a child that looks like mine until I came across Achille and Me's YouTube videos. Wow. That's powerful. You might need to get a video to this. I might need to cut this section out, put that yeah. up on our Instagram channel right there. That's powerful. I'm telling you, because it's never. And for him to see it, when he saw it, he was like, oh, and he's engaged because my son He's on Spectrum. I don't know if you knew about Spectrum kids. He's high functioning, so you know they ain't no joke. Right. My son tell you real quick, uh, this is like real awkward because it's a black song and these are white people. Right. He's he's not in it. He's real clear about who right. he is and what's going on in the world today. But right. when he saw it, he likes music. He was engaged. Right. And I was like, oh, this is it. And it was right on time because I just had an international curriculum designer. Mm. And she told me, she was like, Kids with disabilities, and she said, for real, for us as a culture, right. ESL works because it works with what you identify with. And that is why Keely and me, like you said, is bigger than Africa. Yeah, it's big. It's worldwide. Like, it's only a matter of time. Yeah, we're going to look back on this interview. You're going to be like, yeah, we told the world. We told that. <laughs> we tried to tell them. We you tried to tell them. They weren't listening. They weren't listening. But they ain't got it's, no place to now. So. Man, I was like, what? So I'm new. So I'm new to the podcasting world. So yeah. I was like, YouTube, this is a YouTube channel. Why are you talking about a podcast? Just right. so happened to correlate it with, I think the next day I was putting my show everywhere. And they were like, do you want a YouTube channel? I was like, no, I want a YouTube channel. I'm a podcaster. Exactly. They want to say. Exactly. But I'm the type of person. When I decide to do a thing, even if I can't understand how it correlates, I'll do it. Right. And that's why I always like to tell people, because I like that Tiana Taylor song, Google Me Baby, right? <laughs> I, I, that's my job. I love that song. And real talk, I would be like, yo, Google Me Baby. And I'm surprised. Like, I'll pop right up with so many fees because I put myself wherever people tell me. And that's like key for everyone. If anything you want to endeavor, just like Anthony is saying about exposure and put yourself in a place to be seen. And even if you don't understand how that works, just do it. Exactly. Just do it. You know, it's so crazy, you know, and I'll end on this note, but like publishing content is the best thing you can do right now. And just keep firing 
keep firing, like keep putting your content out there. Keep, you know, putting it on different platforms, put it on LinkedIn, put it on YouTube, put it on Instagram, put it on Twitter, put it everywhere, put it on Facebook and just keep going and be consistent because consistency is luck in disguise. You know what I'm saying? And so like, if you want to be, you want to get lucky, just be consistent. Well, thank you for coming on the show. And I'm going to end it with this. Okay. I always ask everybody, what's your favorite hip hop song? What's the song that motivates you? Right. The song that I like is Optimistic by Sounds of Blackness. Now, it's not a hip hop song. It kind of is a little bit. Kind of be. I got a little vibe. But I like that song because when I was going through something, I used to listen to that every time and just dream of a better moment. And it pulled me right out of it. So, and also, I haven't listened to that song in a while. So, just because you asked me that question, I'm going to go listen to it. You know what my favorite part of this song is when I read it? My favorite part of the song is be optimistic, never say die. Exactly. Exactly. I used to be taking my long walks around the neighborhood all down and everything. And I listened to that song. My day would just change. You know, I just knew something better was on the way. And that's how we got to go about life in general. Something's better is always on the way. Always on the way. Never say die. Exactly. Everything in life is temporary and transition. Right. Gotta keep living. Just keep living, man. Never say die. I love that song. <laughs> right. Exactly. I love it. I'm glad I picked that song. I'm glad. See, see, I don't get any racial reminder. We good. Well, you know, music is when I ask people that question. This is the thing. This is really why it's called Parents' Life, real quick. Hip hop is a point of my life where it became a movement, right? And when I look at my teenage years, mm-hmm. and I was listening to music, those songs mean something to me. They make me feel a certain kind of way. Right. You know what I'm saying? When right. I ask people these questions and they tell me and then I talk to them, I'd be like, you don't even understand right now. Like you're the epitome of that song that you told me. And you are the epitome of optimistic. Never say die. Hey, look, you teaching me something. Now you got me blushing. I'm like, yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much, Anthony. You have a blessed day. You too. I know you so been. Stay <laughs> in touch, yo. This ain't going to be like, we got to keep this going. Most definitely. Because you got to come back. We got to talk. Oh, yeah, we got a lot more to talk about. This ain't the end. Right. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please subscribe and go to wherever you listen to your podcast and give us a five star review. That helps us build this community. And that's what we're all about building this community as big as we can to deliver as much value as we can. The Parenting Cypher podcast is produced by the Podcast Laundry Production Company and the executive producer, myself, Jeannie Dawkins. Until next time, remember to be patient with yourself and your child.